Podcast. 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 Are we saying podcast? Welcome back. Welcome back. Two fanboys in the field of casual back at you once again, as usual. This is Dennis. This is Lewis. And this is Harold. Welcome back from the Thanksgiving break. I truly hope everybody had, um, you know, a fun time going out, uh, you know, traveling, um, you know, uh, hanging out with all your friends and relatives in a really packed room. Um, I hope you didn't because that means you haven't been paying attention to our news. But welcome back. It is now December. This means that, I don't know, what does that mean? It's, the, I don't know, it's holidays and panic buying and um, <laughs> uncomfortably walking through the mall, which I did do the other day. Oh, no. I, How was that? My, my wife and I were like, e- e- walking through, excuse me. <laughs> Actually, thankfully, it wasn't that bad. We went on a Wednesday, I think. Yeah, we went on a Wednesday, which, you know, middle of the week. Um, but yeah, I think, thankfully, a lot of the people at least here in Valley are, are honoring or at least respecting the uh, stay at home or at least, uh, you know, uh, distancing model. So there's there the, the, the Northridge Mall wasn't that bad. There was a line outside of the Apple store, but I think that's just to be expected. But otherwise, yeah, I mean, pretty good. So yeah, not, can't complain. We were uh, we try to go as in, in and out as quickly as possible, but yeah. Anyway, so how, how was your Thanksgiving, fellas? Uh, hopefully, you didn't do what Harold, what Dennis just said to uh, you. You, were, you weren't. Yeah, to. mine was uneventful. Like um, I, you know, um, I, admittedly, I've been kind of loose. I mean, I've um, had, <laughs> um, in terms of like you know, I've uh, you know during last couple of weeks or last couple of months, um, I I tried to escape to like the the beach or something like that. Um, you know, for a little bit of sun, a little bit of uh, of fishing and everything. Um, it's pretty much, it's almost like it's March all over again, where um, I have not gone out. I don't think I've seen the sun, except for when I walk lucky. Um, and uh, that that's, that's pretty much it. So um, this was the quietest and the least hectic uh, Thanksgiving meal that I've ever had to do. Um, it was, it, it, you know, I finished it in like a, an hour or so. So it was pretty entertaining. Um, but I kind of wanted to touch upon what you were you were talking about, Lewis. Um, there was a, uh, you know, about walking around the, the mall and everything. There's a meme that I, I saw and it was like, um, you know, like before COVID-19, when somebody says, um, uh, when somebody sneezes, um, that you say, bless you. And then now uh, post uh, or after COVID-19, when somebody sneezes, you're like, are you trying to kill me? <laughs> and uh, it's funny. I've done it so many times now where I'd be like a supermarket. Or anything, like when I hear somebody cough or when somebody sneeze, I kind of do like the looking around going, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> it's all, it, it's <laughs> almost like, it's almost like, um, I don't know. It's almost like I want to uh, uh, punch that person. How dare you? How dare you breathe bad air against me? Oh, H, man. how was yours? Um, you know what? Ah, oh, man. Uh, H finally it, broke down and went out. Because <laughs> I did. It was crazy. Only because I did it for my family. But I was angry the whole time I was out. So my Thanksgiving a little bit different uh, went to, yeah, we first, we went to the cemetery cause we always visit like my grandma for like uh, events and stuff like that. And then um, right down the street from the cemetery, my sister was like, Oh, I ordered some food from Coco's. All you have to do is walk in, 
and pick up the food because no one's going to show up at Coco's for Thanksgiving because, you know, Coco's doesn't sell the world's greatest prize. Pies. Pies. Both. Both. <laughs> I said prize. But they, they, they don't. Yeah, a little bit of both. But they don't sell awesome pies and like cheap food there. So my sister was like, oh, you know, it's it's not going to be that bad. And I pull up to Coco's and there's it's ridiculous. And I'm cursing the whole time because, you know, me, I don't like people anymore. So I'm there and the time I forget to bring any kind of headphones is the one time I stand in line for an hour. And the one person who kept on creeping up behind me, I I finally had to be like, hey, lady, there's a giant blue line where I'm standing and there's a giant blue line where you should be standing. Can you please stay on that line? And she goes, oh, these lines are not six feet apart. I go, dude, being closer to me is not getting you closer into the restaurant. We're all in the same boat here, lady. (laughs) And there was three different lines, three different lines going in. And people were like trying to, you know, Disneyland this thing. And they're like, oh, which line is moving faster? And people would be like switching sides. And it it was like, I don't understand. Like, you're all getting, we're all going to get in pretty much at the same time, no matter what time you showed up. And people were like, but I pre-ordered my food. And I was like, so did everybody else. Are you morons? Why do you think we're all here? And and then, (laughs) sorry, I'm I'm just, you know me. I just don't like things like that. And. People were like, yeah, we pre-ordered. We're, it was supposed to be ready at 9 o'clock, but we decided to come at 10 o'clock. And I was like, uh, dude, uh, it's just a bad idea all around. And for me, um, it was funny because one of the managers came out and she was like, if you haven't pre-ordered anything, there is no food for you or Ooh. we're not going to be serving anybody. So please get out of line. And you just see a ton of people. Just oh my god! I've been in the line for half an hour. Oh my and, god! Um, so I was, yeah. The worst one was there was a a lady with her kid that was two people in front of me, and the kid comes out crying, and I was like, oh my god! <laughs> I was like, this poor child, their first experience at a, trying to get Coco's pies for Thanksgiving has been denied, and I like it wasn't. I was saying to myself, yeah, we can just ditch, I can ditch this and no one can have desserts. And we ordered like turkey there. So that was pretty much the only turkey my family was going to have was from there, which actually wasn't bad. So, you know, whatever. But I, you know, I just don't like being in uncomfortable positions like that, especially literally hundreds, not hundreds, dozens of people in line to get friggin' pies and I was like, man, I did not like this. So when my sister was like calling, she was like, oh, how far are you guys? I was like, I'm halfway in the line. Please stop texting me. I don't want to talk to you right now because you're the reason I'm in this line. <laughs> so mad right if now. it was up to me, but we would have had like. Was she in the car waiting for you or something? No, she was. We were going to her house. Oh, so, no. you know, from the cemetery to her house is a good 15 minutes, 20 minutes. So she's just like, yeah, I'm cooking the rest of the stuff. My parents were just waiting in the car for me. You know, they're just chilling. I literally had my AirPods in my in the car, and I was like, oh, I'm not going to need it because I thought I was just going to get in line real quick. Super wrong. And people were trying to talk to me, and I was like, I'm, I'm, nope, nope. 
<laughs> I was like, if I could be the bubble boy right now, or if, there, if I had a distancing sign just that says, like, you know, don't please do not talk to me right now. I was like, number one, I'm not in the mood. And number two, I don't want any particles getting anywhere close to me. <laughs> and I was like, and I was, you know how I am. I'm really cautious about everything. So I was like looking at everybody, making sure they were wearing a mask. The One of the workers came out not wearing a mask. And I was like, hey, go back in. Like, put on a mask when you're talking to people. This is really, go back in. And, I can, and then, and the whole time I was thinking to myself, I was like, dude, if this is the freaking way that I would get COVID-19, was waiting in line for a goddamn pie and some dinner rolls. I was like, I'm going to be severely pissed off. I was like, it, it, I was like, I kind of have a really cool story or whatever, but no, it was going to end up being me freaking waiting in line for some stupid. I didn't even remember what it was, but I didn't even look at the food. I was going to say, was better, be the, at it and better, better be the, been the best pie you've ever had. Exactly. Shut up, Dennis. You're going to say the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, you know, so here's a, the, the the sad thing is I had like the smallest piece of pie and after I ate it, I was like, dude, because of the fact that I waited in line for this crap, I should have ate more, but <laughs> I deserved um, half of it. At least. <laughs> um, yeah. I, or, or I was going to take that pie and throw it at my sister's face. It was either going to happen. <laughs> either way. <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, I, I was actually waiting for what happened or, you know, how your day went age. Cause I, I remember the week leading up to, uh, Thanksgiving, you shared the story of how like your your family chats is blowing up because you know I'll be honest, my when I say I'm meeting with my immediate family, that's we're like, you know, thirteen or fourteen. Your immediate family is like a small, you know, a, a huge, uh, yeah, a little hall. <laughs> so how did that? Uh, like, who yeah. did like? Was there like a Hunger Games style elimination of like you can come, you can't, you can come, she can't. <laughs> no, no. It, it, it was literally only one child per family. Me. <laughs> no, not even that. It was it was me, my parents, and then my sister and her family. Okay, that's cool. And All then, right, okay. like I said, my 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 other were my other family. Your other we family dropped off stuff. Uh-huh. Then you know, like my cousins and stuff, we just dropped off food for them so they can deliver it. We all we were all like, yeah, let's do a Zoom prayer. And everyone was like, yeah, we're eating at different times. This is not going to happen. <laughs> and then, yeah. So like my family, we had like an uh, like a late lunch, I guess. Everybody else had early dinners and everybody passed out within a good maybe 20 minutes after we were done eating. So I was like the only one awake. So I ended up, you know, Black Friday shopping at Best Buy. So online yeah. i hope good times online yeah, best by shopping <laughs> yo okay here's what sucks ordered <laughs> online but then but they were like you have to pick it up right you have to pick up your orders because they can't deliver tvs and stuff so i got to best buy on saturday morning right when it opened and i was the only person there nice, and then dude. i was like yeah deliver my tv and my sound bar and I'm going to get out of here. And the guy was like, this thing takes two people to carry. I was like, man, don't worry about it, bro. Oh, were <laughs> you like, this. <laughs> were you like a CrossFit guy? I CrossFit. All right. I got this. <laughs> I, I, I wore a shirt with no sleeves that day so I could show the tattoos off just to be like, you know what? I don't need your help. And I, I, just you know, put it, it on a weight like bar and I'll dead. Like, just put it on the floor and I'll deadlift it, yeah, bro. I was like, just, <laughs> No, I was like, "Oh, how much is it weigh? Seventy pounds?" I was like, "Swing that over my head, bro." 
That's not even my one PR no. max, bro. <laughs> that's not. That's nothing. But it's it's just funny because I and I, I talked to the, so I talked to one of the guys at Best Buy, and um, I was like, because I went on Saturday, and I go, how was yesterday, Black Friday? And he goes, honestly, bro, it was ridiculous for the amount of people who are supposed to be in a pandemic. And I was like, man, really? He's like, yeah, we opened at five o'clock in the morning. Wow. And people were already in line, and they bought all the stuff. Oof. And I was like, oh man. And he's like, he's like, I, I, the line wrapped to where Denny's is, you know, from the, the Northridge Best Buy. So, I don't know, Is man. Denny's there? <laughs> Hold on. It's just, it's just, was it the line yeah, the to Denny's, Denny's on Tampa? People just got confused. <laughs> Denny's on Tampa? <laughs> that's nuts dude that's did that's you, too much did, oh you not okay, remember yeah, yeah, okay, okay Denny's yeah, yeah. on Tampa sorry sorry Denny's on Tampa gotcha <laughs> the only gotcha. Denny's we used to go to <laughs> gotcha okay uh, my bad my bad, my bad. well I'm, I'm I'm so glad that uh, you had fun for Thanksgiving and I'm glad that I brought it up <laughs> that should have been a, a, um, H's hates again dude come on that, that, was, yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was a perfect installment for it um, real quick story. And speaking of pies, you know how uh, Marie Callender's um, always does speaking like the, um, like the, 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 the uh, like, like every what uh, February and October. There's, it's like pie month. October, I think, yeah, and February too. Um, uh, at least before. Um, but yeah, I think it's um, yeah. what do you call it? It's funny. Like there was one time where I went and um, I went and I got a pie, and um, they were charging me like four, you know, fourteen ninety nine, and um, they're like, uh, sir, you know, uh, uh, um, you know, they don't do, uh, we don't do the uh, uh, pie special. What you know? And like I, I got so livid. I was like, this is it's, it's October, you know, um, uh, this is October. There's there's pie, and he goes, sir, uh, we've never done that uh, that promotion. Yeah. Yes, you have. I've I've gone here so many times. I bought so many pies, you know. And I and, and I was getting off. Finally, I was like so angry. I was I walked off, and I was I, I was thinking I can't believe this. And then I realized I went to a Cocos. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ooh, <laughs> awkward. <laughs> that would explain why I uh, was not getting the the pie special I want. So yeah, good start, oh, man. Thank you. Um, just to kind of uh, um, um, kind of uh, entertain Harold there. Uh, let's move forward. Uh, we, as usual, we have poopery. I think Harold. Um, I mean, Harold Lewis has a couple of things. I have a couple of things also. So, um, Lewis, you want to start us off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you guys don't mind, I have I actually had a chance to do poopery in a while, but so I'm pretty happy to share that. Um, so, speaking of socially distancing, a few days ago. Um, you know, my family and I were able to finally get uh, get a chance to check out the um, Stranger Things drive-in. Um, it was something that was uh, it was like a ticketed event. It's a it's a new concept, um, kind of fun to be perfectly honest. It was um, something that was advertised all the way back in Halloween, but get this, it was sold out so quickly. The only tickets, you know, we you know my wife and I were trying to get this uh, back then for like a Halloween uh, weekend thing, but it sold out all the way to like November. 
or uh, you know, uh, late November, Thanksgiving weekend. I say, that's actually what we did Friday after Thanksgiving. Um, but you know, it was uh, it was a lot of fun to be perfectly honest. It was in downtown LA. Um, you know, the, the whole drive-in concept in the last few months has obviously taken like a, a new life. Uh, you know, Harold has been awesome with sharing like the drive-in movie events that they've been holding at like the Westfields. You know, I figure I guess since the malls weren't doing anything anymore, they were they might as well show movies outside their parking lots. Um, and I think. Dennis and his family were able to do like a Halloween drive-in just a few, uh, you know, Halloween weekend. So, yeah. And, and then, you know, so I guess the drive-in is the socially distant, you know, respectable and responsible way to kind of enjoy events and still kind of feel like it's social. And to be honest, I thought they pulled it off really, really well. Um, I don't know if you guys have done a drive-in movie recently or ever, um, but you know, the, the, the whole thing, like from the moment you drive up to this parking lot, it was set up in the row downtown LA. Um, I'm not very hip, even though I work downtown. I've never been there, but you know, the, the place looks pretty cool. Um, they decorated the whole parking lot. And one of the old school things that I loved was as soon as you pull up, they tell you to change your radio station to, you know, the station that they've taken over. So you're listening to dialogue and music uh, through your car, which was a great, like I thought was just a great way to kind of get you into the movie. Cause you know, if you guys have done the drive-in movie before, that's the same concept. Like you, change your station to the uh, to, to, your change your radio to a certain station. You can hear the movie while you're watching it from your car. So yeah, the, 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 the thing itself was about an hour long. Um, I'll be perfectly honest. It, it, it was a little bit of a, it was a little bit expensive. Um, I, I think the Halloween, the other Halloween drive-ins were a little uh, more affordable, but this one they charge like, um, you know, per head instead of per car. Um, but yeah, I know it, it kind of it, it stacks up that way. So but at least but to be honest, it was worth it. My son and I are huge fans. Uh, my wife became a recent uh, fan because like when we knew it was coming up, we're like, that's actually uh, I haven't shared our Halloween story, but that's our Halloween, our Thanksgiving. But, you know, we stayed home. My, you know, my, my family and I, we stayed home uh, out of respect for um, my, my, my parents and my grandmother who, you know, they're, they're, they're pretty susceptible for this kind of stuff. So we stayed at home. Uh, we ended up binging, uh, you know, uh, Stranger Things again. But I digress. You know, it was a really great experience. I really think it's a good concept. And it's, a, you know, depending on how they pull it off, I think it's a really great thing like um you know the the dodgers i think during the world series run they were doing that thing at, at dodger stadium right h uh, or then i don't know if you guys saw that but like yeah they were do they, they were doing um yeah drive in watching the games together so it's yeah. kind of like you know being at the stadium but uh, yeah so you yeah. you pulled up dodger stadium and you watch it on the big screen and i guess you turn your station on so same thing here like you you know they decorated literally like this whole parking garage not just the parking lot like a whole garage like uh, i think it was at least five six floors high you drove through you stopped you watch a bit of a movie and then you drove again so yeah lots of fun really cool concept um i think that it seems like it's a trend that's going to continue because um you know uh, I'm sorry, H, but Dennis and I went out for a weekend ago, or, you know, went out a couple weekends ago to Ventura. Um, but, you know, they they then remind me again, like they were having, um, I think 311 was having a concert yep. in Ventura, in Ventura Harbor. Same concept. Like, oh, yeah, I saw your, that. yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. You, you stayed in your car. They were on stage and everybody was distance off. And then um, I think they're also advertising now, I guess, the Halloween or the, the Thanksgiving events were pretty successful. So now I'm seeing a lot of like Christmas themed drive through events. So, I mean, that's great. That's cool. I mean, like, like I said, I think that's what 
a lot of people are trying to find in this new normal. I don't think we're going to go back to normal, normal anytime soon, but you know, like we're still, we're human beings. We're social. We need to be entertained and we need to do stuff that we can talk about and be fun with. And I think, yeah, this is, this was a really good like compromise to be honest. So looking forward to trying more things. I think, yeah, uh, you know, my wife and I are going to try to look for other holiday Christmas themed ones uh, that's nearby and preferably something that won't charge us per head. Um, preferably per car and then we're going to ask if somebody has a van and just stick everybody in there so you know, my, my <laughs> um, dad just got a truck so we're just going to throw everybody in the back and see if that counts <laughs> it, it, it's funny to talk about yeah we uh, my wife and I and with my daughter we did the Halloween one in um, West Hills um, they took over a, a huge parking lot um, you know, near one of the malls and they basically made that into a you know um, a, 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 I guess you can call it a drive through um, um, it was it was cool for what it was. Um, I don't. I'm not going to tell you that. I'm not going to say it was a. It was amazing or anything. And so I think it's going to be really. Um, you know, um, depending on on what it is. Uh, like I, I like the fact that you had the theme. But the one funny thing was that um, like I personally was like, oh man, you know, I wish. I wish it was a little bit, um, uh, uh, there was more stuff to see. Uh, I wish it was more decorated. Don't get me wrong. It was cool. But um, after my daughter, after afterwards, we asked my daughter and I was like, how was it? She was like, oh my God, it was so amazing. And it was the the, the thing. And, and I guess they knew what the kids were there for. Um, every so often, um, these people would have like, you know, the, uh, you know, the old school, like, um, uh, like uh, the money uh, collectors that we used to have uh, at churches. Uh, th- that's what, that's what they kind of had. Yeah. And so it would like six feet along and they would like, just like um, turn it over and pour like a crap ton of candy over, uh, over uh, whoever is, is there. So there was like five stops, maybe six stops where um, they poured like, you know, like maybe half a bag or a, full bag of candy all, all over my my uh, my daughter's lap and she was like oh my god this is the greatest thing in the world so um, my daughter definitely loved it um you know they it hit the target audience and um you know um, i just found out the other day that my wife has um you know decided that uh, she was gonna uh, she booked us for a um, um a christmas one so i'm definitely looking nice. forward to that and um i'll see how it goes is it the one in uh is it the Christmas one at the Fairplex? It might be. I'm not quite sure, to be honest with you. Um, uh, I I know that it's something that it's a big one, so I'm 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 hoping that it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting, because no no candy is falling on my daughter's lap this time around. Just candy canes. <laughs> Just candy canes. I mean, ew. Who really likes that? Come on. Uh, apparently, my niece and my nephew, because that's all they were. So I waited in line that whole time for desserts, and they ended up eating candy canes for dessert. One of, one of them was my goddaughter. I'm not going to judge her for that, uh, for her taste in, uh, in candy bars. So. <laughs> I, th- I thought you were going to say one of them was my goddaughter, but I'm not going to tell you which one. <laughs> Probably the girl. Probably the girl. You're right. Um, cool, dude. Um, and, uh, do you have anything else, um, Lou? No, that's it. Okay. Um, two things for me. One is it's a little bit of old news. I think it's already almost like a couple of weeks old. But um, did you guys have you guys seen the new st- uh, the new statue in Burbank that that people have been talking about? Yes, I have. I've seen yes, the picture that your wife sent us. 
Oh, did they? Damn it! Really? I hate her for that one. Yeah, dude. Uh, that, uh, so for those people who... <laughs> oh no, she sent. Oh, she sent it to. Sorry, she sent it directly to me. Sorry. Oh, what the hell? Okay. Well, I'm kind of con- uh, concerned now, Harold. No, but um, <laughs> for, for those people who um who might not know this um. <laughs> Burbank uh, and uh, like I was trying to figure out where is it and then all of a sudden they showed one of the pictures like oh it's right in downtown Burbank um, they have a, a, a like it was bronze statue of Batman um, and it's pretty legit dude I'm so like I'm this close to uh, breaking quarantine just to go over there just to take a look at it uh, I know there's going to be a lot of people there but um, the one thing though that it seemed odd to me and the kind of what I wanted to talk about um, it seemed like the timing of it was a little off if you if, if you think about it considering that we're in the middle of a pandemic um, and it's not like DC um, from what I heard, DC didn't pay for it. Warner Brothers didn't pay for it. It was actually the city of Burbank who paid for, uh, paid for that thing. So it's kind of like bad um, optics right now that you know uh, with, with everybody um, you know, struggling with um, finances being tight, uh, with uh, stores storefronts being shuttered. You are putting this like huge ass um, bronze Batman yeah. in the middle of Burbank. So I, I kind of wanted to, uh, to hear your thoughts on that one. I I saw the pictures. Um, I think uh, I follow Jim Lee. You know the the great. DC art or you know artists on both um, Instagram and, and Twitter. So I saw, I think I saw it there first. He posted it. It looks great aesthetically. I think it looks awesome. I know Jim Lee's not the biggest dude, but he stood next to it and it was towering. So I can't wait to see it myself. Like I'd love to see how impressively like, huge the statue is. And um, do you, a, any idea where it actually is? Then I, I know you said it's in Burbank. It's at the. Bo- I, it's at the the bottom of the steps at the amc yeah it's right really? there dude oh i thought it was like gonna be closer yeah. to like where the uh, warner or the dc like you know the warner brothers studios are in like on no uh, that's the Olive thing or whatever that's the thing it has nothing to aside from the character the money to pay for it didn't come from dc itself interesting okay no. so yeah so uh, yeah like i said aesthetically it looks legit it looks imposing it looks like one of those uh i think we all have those uh those batman black and white statues at home mm. it looks like one of those in like blown up to to you know freaking full-on size uh, but then yeah you brought up a great point though it's uh, yeah, the, the the optics do look a little odd. Like, where did they find the funds? I know, you know, at, at this point, you're trying to get like people on your side, or at least trying to get people to feel better about what's going on in the world and whatnot. But you're right, the optics do does seem odd. That you know, there there are pictures of people sadly waiting in food lines trying to get food for 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 the holidays or just in general you know things are being sold out in at, at costco and everything like that yet you know uh chuck schumer's district is like hey we may have money for a statue <laughs> <laughs> okay i did not know that i thought okay yeah, i really thought it was kind of like a, a publicity thing by warner brothers you know trying to get like a little you know a, a little empathy or a little yeah like a rah-rah thing on their side but yeah i didn't know burbank paid for it oof because I, I do know that i think burbank library system which is an independent one like they're they're not like part of the la uh library system they they had like a, a gimmick um 
library card with Batman or DC at least on it. And I think, but I think that one was partially paid for or you know supported by 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 DC itself. But Damn yeah, it! This, I didn't see this, that. It was a while ago, unfortunately. So I I really wish I I I'd known a bit sooner. But yeah, I, I remember that vaguely because this yeah. reminds me of that. But yeah, okay. I, I, I still have my Charlie Brown. Uh, I have a Charlie Brown Burbank um library card. That's why. <laughs> nice dude. <laughs> H is so stoic over there, dude. I know. Um, yeah, he's still so mad. He's still so mad about waiting for pie, no, man. It, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad about thank you. God damn no. pie. I'll, I'll just back I got a small I'll, piece. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, only got, I only got part of the cream. Anyways, the, uh, what, I, what I was saying that your wife sent it to me is she she slipped in my DMs and forwarded Yikes. me the, uh, I know. the city of Burbank thing. And she was like, hey, H, have you seen this? And I was like, oh, cool. So, because you know, uh, if you guys, well, anyways, but uh, yeah, I'm like Dennis. I kind of, I really wanted to kind of check it out, especially showing exactly where it is or a place that I've hung out so many times. Like, <laughs> pretty much spent all of my uh, early college years and half of my high school years. I know Lou was obviously working there, but I was one of the biggest patrons over there. So, <clears throat> yeah, it's like Burbank is pretty much my second city home for me um and yeah it's just it just it seems tacky of the fact that this is the time that you drop it when people like so if the thing is if you're putting a statue over there <coughs> oh, excuse me, right in the middle of burbank like the, the media cent city center and the direct center of the media center is you have this statue where people are obviously going to go and take pictures with it. So they're going to put their dirty paw prints all over the thing. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to be like, Oh, who's next? And man, I don't know. It it's, it doesn't seem like the smartest idea to do at a time. Like, why are we calling attention to something that you're supposed to visit that, you know, at, and even now at the moment, none of those businesses are open like you know fully open especially the movie theater yeah definitely and all the it's full of bars <laughs> bars and like restaurants that don't have um outdoor dining anymore so i mean aesthetically looks awesome great design it is based off the jim lee batman so that's kind of cool um and of course you know warner brothers being the, one of the biggest things about burbank in general where if people ever think about you know the warner brothers property you think automatically Burbank, California. So it like it synergizes well, but at the same time, like Dennis said, the timing is really ill. Like yeah, it, it, it's why not save this for why, why, why not do this when everybody can enjoy this? Yeah. Definitely. So unless they're trying to build some kind of weird anticipation for everything. So I don't know. Um, it, it, I, 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 I agree with it. It, 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 it makes sense considering the history of it. Um, and, you know, um, definitely DC, uh, having a Batman there um, is great. So uh, my last question to you guys is this, considering that there is a, um, a statue, now a statue of Batman in Burbank, um, there is, of course, the famous statue of uh, Rocky in Philadelphia. Um, there is a statue of, of, of um, Captain America in the Bronx, um, my question to you is this: uh, What, where, which, what statue of a sta which, um, what statue of a, um, a a fictional character do you want next, and where should it be? Oh, easy for me, dude. Now that you brought it up, uh, it's got to be Daniel San in the middle of the Sea Sun uh, Matadome. 
Damn it. That's a good one. It's funny. Be... I was thinking the same thing. But he, has, but he has to be doing the crane kick. Exactly right. <laughs> Back in 1985, this movie was filmed here. <laughs> you know what? I mean, what, what else does season have? I mean, <laughs> um, well, no. Van te- Wilder. Uh, yeah, Van Wilder. Um, technically, um, the Oviat is um, uh, uh, Star Trek. Um, uh, Star Trek, uh, like uh, the. Um, Oh, that's right. Where the Federation was. So that's right. That's right. That's very true. It's also sky high. It is sky high. You're right. That's true. (laughs) That's also true. So, uh, ooh, I want a sky high. So many many heroes were born in a Letterman jacket. (laughs) Um, Like, so many superheroes went to our library, and all we did there was smoke and sleep. I mean, uh, sleep. Sorry, sleep. And um, look at magazines that are curated there. All I'm saying, sure, sure. that's that's yes <laughs> for academics, right? For academics. <laughs> okay. Uh, the last bit of news today, and I think this is something that um, we kind of talked about. Um, first and foremost, I don't think we talked about this, but I know there was one point uh, a couple episodes ago where I was lem- lamenting the the fact that um, Gal Gadot, you know, was, uh, was, uh, was woefully paid um, for, uh, for her initial, um, uh, um, you know, run as Wonder Woman. Of course, she got paid now for a Wonder Woman uh, 1984. And um, we didn't really have time to talk about it. But of course, 1984 is now being um, shown, uh, if I remember right, on uh, Christmas uh, Christmas Day, right? December 25th is going to be um, movie theaters and um, and streaming. And so at first, I was going to be reserving that as our, ooh, let's talk about that. But as Harold pointed out today, there was some news that came out. Harold, you want to share that that news with everybody? Yeah, there was the report that came out today on the uh, Hollywood Reporter that um, I guess pretty much every 2021 big Warner Brothers release, speaking of Warner Brothers, um, will now go concurrently to theaters and HBO Max. So they're actually giving you the option. Unfortunately for us in America, the theater option is not available. Well, at least in most of America. Um, But they're hoping by next year, at least some semblance of public audience will be allowed to watch in theaters. But that gives us the option of just, you know, skipping the theaters directly and watching it at home on demand. Yeah, so a couple of the movies here that um, I was just looking at it. Um, you have Dune, of course. Uh, you have the Suicide Squad that was going to come out. Godzilla versus versus Kong. Um, uh, Lewis's favorite, Space Jam. A new Legacy Ooh, is also wait. coming out. Um, and also the one I'm looking forward to is, dude, uh, Matrix 4 is going to be uh, uh, available on yep. HBO, dude. Um, I need to buy a bigger TV. That's all I'm saying. Like at least an 85-inch TV or something. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, like the a lot of those movies, yeah, you know, you can get away with what we have now, a couple of, you know, 55, 60-inch TVs, whatever. I'm I don't want to watch Godzilla versus Kong on a TV. I want to watch that in the biggest screen possible. 
I want to watch Neo trying to dodge bullets in the biggest on the biggest screen possible. I wanted to do the same thing with Wonder Woman because that's a movie that lends itself like they they literally said they specifically filmed scenes in IMAX just so you can have the IMAX experience. But as someone who's related to someone who works at IMAX and obviously we have a friend that works at IMAX, you know, IMAX isn't doing too well, obviously, you know, here in California because no theaters are open. So they're only doing private showings to celebrities and like random groups, but they're never opening it up to the general public. So that's kind of sad. And we're missing out. They, they say this is the death of movie theaters, but until they make home theaters that are, you know, hundreds of feet tall with Dolby surround sound that it can make every chair or every effect, you know, shake your body. Um, the like we 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 I keep constantly harping on it, but the theater experience is not going to be the same. So, yeah, that's a that's a tough. It's 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 a crazy uh, piece of news that's obviously sending lots of shockwaves in the different industries. It's like, uh, you know, I, I never thought of it before. I worked at the AMC that Harold just kindly brought up a few moments ago. So good timing. Um, but like, I still remember like the one season that I worked at AMC during the holidays for Christmas, I was honestly dumbfounded because like, you know, I, 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 I was raised pretty traditional Filipino Catholic uh, household. So, you know, we knew every, growing up here at least, and especially in the Philippines, like the, the holidays was meant to be with at home with, with family and everyone. <clears throat> Until I worked at the AMC, I did not know how many people went to the movie theater during Christmas and Thanksgiving. So this news is huge because if I'm not mistaken, like you know, Christmas weirdly enough is kind of like the uh, you know, the AMC's and uh, Cinemark's version of you know Black Friday. Like this is when people would come out and yeah, sell out uh, sell out shows for every showing because I guess. You know, the running gag back when I was working AMC is that people didn't want to spend time with each other. So as much as, you know, people talk about uh, working, you know, for for every one big family that has a nuclear group that hangs out, there's dozens more who don't have family that hang out. And they have this is their this is their like outlet of staying busy or doing something during Christmas. So, um, you know, and as as a cheap consumer, I'm kind of happy that I will have access to these movies the day or, you know, the day it comes out next year. Um, you know, I guess I'm going to keep my HBO Max subscription. Uh, but at the same time, yeah, I, I, I agree with H. I, I think the experience will definitely suffer. Um, you know, sitting home here is not the same as sitting in the theater. Yes, the logistics of dragging your whole family, finding, you know, paying for these things might cost an arm and a leg. But it, to me, it was a it was a nice routine, you know, when things were normal. I love the routine of knowing when a big Marvel movie was coming up, knowing that this was the a Friday or a Saturday afternoon thing that I was going to be able to spend with my family and you guys, you know, uh, uh, getting there, meeting in the parking lot, walking in together, uh, you know, having our, our phone scanned, buying the popcorn, having our seat, chatting a little bit, wondering where Dennis's wife is. Why is our third friend running so late? Come on. We're going to miss the freaking tree. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Cherry for that one for stressing she's, out Dennis. She's right, now in Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis is so mad. She sent her away. <laughs> <laughs> but um so yeah th there is definitely lacking that that experience and you know it's it's also on a, on a little bit of levity like my like i said you know my wife and i went out shopping for a little bit 
got a little bit of a head start on Christmas shopping, went to Best Buy to pick up one thing. Um, but, you know, on, they were they had sound bars for sale. Uh, this was last week or over over the, a few days ago. And I looked at it. I was like, I don't need a sound bar at home. The TV's fine. But now that I find out next year, all these big movies are coming up. Maybe we should get a sound bar. <laughs> like maybe we should expand. Like it's wonderful to have a 50 inch TV, but now we need like surround sound. <laughs> Dude. To really get um, hear Godzilla uh, fight King Kong. <laughs> I agree. I'm, I'm so, I'm now so tempted to buying a, uh, um, a, a sound bar. Like uh, just because I feel like I incomplete right now. <laughs> I have an extra, I have an extra one, so guys. It's crazy. Dude, I bought a new one. I bought a new one at Black Friday, so I have an extra one. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what kind is it? That one too. It's a it's a crappy one. <laughs> but hey, if it does the job, dude, I know. You need it just to test it. And you still got it's, your projector it's, too, it's, so it's there. Yeah, but that's not as fun. It's not oh, in okay. like it's not in 4K. So I mean. Well, to be fair, um, aside from uh, aside from Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four that's coming up, nothing in HBO is in four K. So, <laughs> all I'm saying, <laughs> ow! That, yeah. I just hurt, I just hit myself. Sorry. <laughs> okay, um, so I guess last topic of the day: um, a couple of new shows dropped. And um, Harold Lewis and I we decided we wa- we kind of wanted to talk about um, uh, talk about them. Um, which one do we w- want to start with, guys? Well, uh, you know, H and I were kind of uh, anticipating, and I'm actually kind of surprised Dennis hasn't had a chance to watch it yet. But um, you know, the big thing uh, reunion show. You know, Har- Harold premised it in one of our shows earlier that, or a few weeks ago, that you know uh, these reunion shows are becoming the new thing. But on HBO Max, speaking of which, one of their big gets was getting the 30th anniversary reunion for Fresh Prince of Bel Air. So you know, uh, Harold and I had a chance to watch it. Um, uh, it's been out for about a week or two now. Is that correct, H? I think that's about it. Um, so yeah, I finally had a chance to watch it. I, uh, you know, quick review of it. Um, thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was very sweet, very well made. Um, uh, there was a lot of hype that went into it, if I'm not mistaken, because I, I do remember that was the whole like you can Airbnb the mansion for only like 75 bucks or something like that. Um, Will Smith went full in, it went into full like you know social media mode, posting pictures of him with uh, with the cast, you know Tatiana Lee with Carlton and everybody like that. Not to mention the you know him teasing that he was he had you know the original Aunt Viv back on. So yeah, I thought it was a you know I thought it was a really nice, well done, sweet reunion. Um, you know, I'll save the details for later. But yeah, H, what did you think of the Freshman's thirtieth thirtieth dude, thirtieth anniversary reunion? <clears throat> was it thirtieth? It's 20? funny because it's like it's thirty. Oh, okay, dude, yeah. if it was twenty, Jesus, they, they they wouldn't all look as rough as they did. <laughs> oh. But um, for thirty, yeah, exactly. Um, the it was just interesting because you forget how much of a cultural impact that show had. It's like for, at least for the three of us, it was just a TV show and just, you know, something that had brought up good memories and whatnot. And then when you look back at it, the way that they did through their, their perspective and hearing how much they were able to hold a show on Monday nights 
opposing Monday Night Football and still holding great ratings and, you know, uh, being fashion icons and doing a lot. It's it's weird how how many social injustices that they uh, they tackled when you weren't even like um, being aware of it. You were just like, oh, you know, uh, like literally there was the episode about they talked about how um, uh, Carlton getting profiled for driving a nice car in a nice neighborhood. And it's like, oh, I don't, you don't, you don't even remember like the, like the behind this, the, the, the background of that kind of thing where it's just like, oh, you know, it's just a funny situation. But in reality, it's, it, you hear that it's based off of events that they were truly wanted people to be aware about. And there, there were so many times where they just address things like that. And when it's kind of like family matters where it's like, if it's, um, if the message is wrapped in comedy, you tend to forget about the, the seriousnesses of things and then you have you know all of these those things that go down just great to see the whole cast together at the same time as well um hey, well hold on what the hell can... jesus christ <laughs> siri shut up <laughs> but um but it's it's yeah. the the uh having bringing the whole cast obviously together minus James Avery, because as we all know, James Avery passed a few years back and then them doing a retrospective on how much, how he was like the linchpin of that show, even though it was called the fresh Prince. And, uh, you know, you see that he wasn't just a great character actor playing a, uh, a centerpiece of the family, but him being the actual besides will being the other main character and like his relationship with everybody on there and then them going back and talking about how you know he wasn't just you know playing the father on tv but being someone who acted as a father figure to a lot of those people um is pretty damn interesting so yeah yeah dude that the james avery piece was heart-wrenching and super sweet i mean it's been yeah, they had to put up the, the 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 graphic that he passed away seven years ago, and watching them go through it again was kind of tough, but totally sweet and well earned. Like, yeah, if he was the way that they portrayed him in that show, then obviously he was a great mentor to all of those actors, and yeah, he was a great centerpiece for that show. It's right, it's true that he wasn't exactly the comedic center of it because it's obviously will and carlton but like yeah him being the straight man and him having the moments and all that stuff was definitely worth it um i think the you know the most profound part of that was remember when we brought up you know when we did the the will smith uh what did you call it then um the will smithsonian or something like that our you know our, <laughs> our, 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 our will smith episode we brought up obviously the fresh prince and then i brought up with you guys because obviously back then i you know they didn't have internet or and i wasn't as savvy with all the the, the news site and all that stuff but i really was curious like what was up with the original aunt viv and why why did she why was she recast and all that jazz and this the reunion was a really profound like kind of uh, eye-opening moment for me so i'm kind of glad they walked you know people like me who was a fan but didn't know about all this stuff you know I, I didn't read variety back then i didn't care for all those uh tabloids so i didn't really know what was going on but the kind of like animosity that i guess you know he, or she and will smith had then was pretty palpable so i'm kind of surprised and i'm glad that they kind of yeah like i said before we they buried the hatchet i guess and they were able to do this reunion show in peace without a, coming to blow 
proposing anything like that but yeah it was that was rough dude you know poor you know the uh, janet lee i think her her the actor's name is you know it sounds like she had she was going through a really rough patch in that time where she was recast and um you know it, it almost like almost made will look like a bad guy but you know like i said it looks like they they patch things through and you know almost almost yeah 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 yeah. um you know and and i guess the fact that will is a father twice over and you know it's it's given in perspective he didn't have when he was and this is the part that throws me off too the fact that he was a 21 year old tv show producer it's like dude that's awesome i mean obviously he's doing crazy big things now but at uh, that fact like still blows my mind. I was like, dude, he was only 21. Like, I, I don't know what I was doing when I was 21. <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys were like pulling me out of the bushes after throwing up, but you know, that, that kind of thing. It's pretty, so, similar. Uh, it's pretty similar, pretty close, right? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, yeah. They're the same story. You, <laughs> you know, you know what's great about that part is it's like in the previews to the reunion and even some of the reading, some of the articles, they said that, um, uh, Will Smith and Jenny Hubert were going to have a meeting separate from the rest of the cast. So I was like, oh, that's unfortunate that, you know, the rest of the Fresh Prince cast isn't going to get to to see uh, the original Aunt Viv. And then um, and then the one thing where <clears throat> the, the new Aunt Viv, Daphne Reed, she says, I've never met her. And then I was like, oh, I know. Like, oh it's, that's crazy. And then and then they do that part. And then Will's like, well, I have a special guest. And then she comes in and then everyone's like, oh, my God. And so, like, you see the the two and Vivs meet for the first time. And then that was that was the most surprising thing for me, because I thought, you know, from all the trailers and from all the articles leading up to it, that she would never interact with any of the other cast besides Will to do whatever, um, you know, grievances they had to hold with each other. But the fact that she was able to get in there and then after the fact they have they show the. um it was after they posted the episode that Will posted on his Instagram the the selfie with him and both and Vivs, and I was like, "Oh, dude, what a great photo!" So that's like it, it's kind of a trip, like you know, hearing from both sides and everything. And yeah, that was that that for me is like if anything, watch the reunion just for that part. Yeah, yeah. I I'm I totally agree. Like maybe you don't even have to fast forward. It, it's actually it's so you know it's an hour long reunion show, but it goes by. I thought it it went by pretty briskly. Like they covered a lot of great stuff. Um, you know, Jazz was there. Like I said, <clears throat> Carlton, uh, the whole most of the cast. Um, they even had poor little Nikki come back, and dude looks exactly oh, how you. He looks exactly how you thought baby Nikki would look like as a 20 something year old or 30 something year old, which was you know, a, a little rough, but you know, I, I, I guess he's in that pantheon of characters. We don't really talk about because we totally forgot that he was even in the show, but yes, Nikki was the show. This the, the fourth son hoping- of, uh, of the banks <laughs> was actually there. I, I was hoping he was going to show up with dreadlocks so we can call him buckwheat, but unfortunately he that character. Oh my god, yeah, wait. He was the same guy. Oh my god, you're right. <laughs> I haven't seen Little Rascals in so That's why long. he was That's why when he was doing Little Rascals or not when he was doing Little Rascals, but when he was doing Fresh Prince, it was like the second biggest movie star on the show is Nikki. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that's crazy. 
That is and I, I do have to wonder though, like you know, nothing against the whole cast, but like you know, what are is everybody else just living off of the royalties of this show? Because I mean, besides kind of uh, Alfonso Ribeiro and his you know state State Farm commercials and hosting America's Funniest Home Videos, I don't think anybody else has been working. I mean, everybody looks great, but I don't remember. Yeah, new Aunt Viv. Um, uh, yeah, Tatiana Lee. She had that. You know, she had a banger back in uh, the 2000s. Um, but that's all I can think of. So, I mean, hopefully everybody's doing well, you know, themselves. But And they do look great, like I said, uh, during the reunion show. But, yeah, maybe everybody's just living off the nice uh, royalty HBO is throwing at them now. Now that uh, Freshman Are you forgetting that Karen Parsons, was in, Karen Parsons was in one of the greatest comedies of all time? Soul Plane? <laughs> I don't remember. Wow. Where, 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 what was she on? Uh, undercover brother? She was in Major Pain. Oh, damn, you're right. She was in Major Pain. Oh, and yes, that is one of the greatest comedies ever. Yeah, if you have that on your belt, just retire. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Damon Wayans hasn't worked ever since. <laughs> You don't need to, bro. Is that really you the reason? Is that really the <laughs> reason? Really? <laughs> <laughs> um, the other uh, the other TV show that uh, we wanted to talk about was, of course, um, the return of a much beloved um, '90s TV show. Um, uh, something that I thought was, you know, uh, was ahead of its time, uh, and um, still to this day, you know, I showed it to my I showed it to my daughter, and still. You know, funny to her, um, and of course, I'm talking about Animaniacs. Animaniacs finally made its uh, its debut. Uh, debut. There <laughs> turns out they're 18 now. Um, de- <laughs> debut um, and um, uh, on Hulu. And so um, we have a fresh set of uh, of um, Animaniacs episodes, and I kind of wanted to get your thoughts on it since I haven't had the opportunity to talk, which is kind of rare for us. Um, I'm going to start real quick. Um, first and foremost, I really like the new coat of, uh, um, it's still, it's still similar to the way it was. Um, I was worried, you know, me and, and, um, I've always come, I'm one of those people that complain about how they change like the animation and everything. This is almost like they decided to go back to the original and, and make it a point to try to make it as close to, uh, you know, cell shaded cartooning that we are so familiar with. Um, definitely, um, I, I I haven't had time to take a look at it. Definitely, there are different changes um, in the art style, but overall, I still think it's I still, you know, um, it, it's um, you can tell it's one of the newer episodes and not the old episode. But um, at least art wise, I've really enjoyed it, um, and. The you know the the episodes that I've been able to watch I'm only missing like three right now. So far I've enjoyed every single one of them. Not everyone was, uh, is a is a classic, admittedly, but uh, at least at every single episode there's been at least one like you know um like laugh that I've I, I've had to kind of control just because of how um how funny it is. Um, wh- what are you guys the first uh, initial thoughts about it so far? I personally loved the first episode. I thought it hit it out the park right off the bat. Um, you know, it was funny. I think 
our biggest concerns back when they hurt when you know it was announced that they were going to bring the animaniacs back was you know the kind of humor that they were going to be able to pull off what kind of jokes were going to be able they able to say in this you know let's be honest like the pc culture that we are in now which you know it's it's there's nothing against the, there's nothing wrong with a culture that we're you know that that's being uh, cultured now but um you know yeah we were concerned about what kind of jokes could they pull off and and would it be fun and i gotta say like uh, like then i said uh, you know some of them might not hit but a lot of them did and thankfully you know my barometer for it was i actually had my son watch it with me and there were some times where he legitimately laughed and i'm like okay that's great but they did have then and harold i don't know if you guys caught this but i thought that they actually had one of their first fresh uh, you know prints a uh, dust for prints moments oh there's been a couple but which one my favorite one was the first episode, Pinky and the Brain, where, you know, in, in a great flashback, they make a joke that uh, Brain actually invented the Internet. His long game was that he was going to become a viral, uh, you know, uh, online superstar with, you know, it, because he's so adorable or whatever. But the joke was something like he asks Pinky, um, you know, do, do you know what I've done or what I can do with this Internet or what do you know what people do? with this internet and pinky says something like i could tell you but i don't think i'm supposed to <laughs> and my son just kind of chuckles and i'm like ha i know what they're talking about <laughs> and i'm like ha <laughs> well done well played and you know the one joke uh unfortunately i haven't finished the whole series i think you know somebody correct me but i think there's at least eight episodes up now i think i'm out i'm only at episode five or six but so i, I do have a little bit more catching up to do but there was one uh joke that like hit everybody's demographic in my home when pinky yelled leroy jenkins when they were trying to re- raid a dragon uh, uh the, the dragons uh keep and like all of us just laughed and i was like Okay, I like this. Well, oh, wait, your 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 youngest son knew the Leroy Jenkins uh, reference, dude. You showed it to him. Oh, okay, <laughs> like years, yeah. like a year or so ago. Okay. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. Then. Um, yeah, definitely. The jokes wise, um, there's been a couple of them where I'm like, I'm like, ha, like, like it just like there's one where. Um, where it's it's the one about the internet and um he he talks about and, and i think it's the same is the same one you're, you're talking about um and he, or along the, the those i don't know if it's the same one but um he talks uh, like um he what's the what's the line he says um something along the lines of um you know um what's what's uh, you know what are we going to do today um and then he, Pinky, kind of talks about you know I'm only willing to do it is if it's tasteful and it actually makes sense with my character. I'm like, oh my god, I can't, <laughs> I can't believe they just said that, you know. And, and there's there's one episode where um, the one where they do Odysseus, um, like the or um, and is it me or does that guy have like pubic hair just like sticking out the whole time? Yeah, like I was like. What the hell's going on here? Like that's not part of his costume. <laughs> so definitely, like there's a couple of them where I'm like, I can't believe that they've gotten away with this. Which is, 
And I, I'm like, I, I think in one of the chats we talked about it where um, he calls um, um, like the um, the gold medaler where he call the guy calls his pecs um, as like movies and um, and and, uh, and what's the other word? Heidi. Yeah, so- <laughs> and it was like. And and um, I what do you call this? I because my, my brother, you guys know who he is, um, was texting me. He was like, "Oh my god, uh, you know, I can't believe they're getting away with these jokes." And I texted him that, and I'm like, "What does that mean?" And I guess he didn't know what those what those two things were referring to. When I pointed it out, what they mean, he was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> so yeah, definitely getting away with stuff. Um, Harold, you've been awfully quiet. Um, uh, is um, is there a new campaign on uh, COD or something? <laughs> no, no. I, I'm I'm just taking in what you guys are saying. Uh, you know what's the great thing for me, at least with the show, is that they didn't at all try to change the sense of humor that the original show brought. Like they kept it consistent with exactly why we loved it in the first place Mm -hmm. and they weren't even going to be like we're going to compromise and try to entertain a brand new era of people like this is what brought us to the show and this is what's going to keep us in it so i I appreciate a lot of that and it's great to have another cartoon that does um uh actual smart pop culture references and whatnot uh the thing for me it's just because you know how we are sometimes is hearing the theme song all over again, a theme song that we've heard hundreds of times and for the lyrics to be different. Yeah. And uh, also for like, you know, we discussed this before where it's like a lot of the other side characters so far are not going to be a part of the new universe. So it's like, yeah, we have the two, you know, the two most popular segments with the Warner brothers and the Warner sister. And then we also have, you know, pinky in the brain, but you know, it's, it was always nice that in the original series, you would have a little bit of a change for the third uh, act or it was like, or the middle act, sorry. Cause Pinky and the Brain was always going to be the closing act. So like, it, it was nice to have the change of pace in between, but at the same time, um, them streamlining it and being like, these are the only people that we're going to be talking about. And this is how it's going to be going down. And them, you know, <laughs> just the whole the fact that they're actually going all in with the fact that they are Warner Brothers property now. And, you know, so when they're going to be just basically using any of those properties at their, at their beck and call, it's, I think it's pretty fantastic. So. Yeah. It's funny that um, you're right. They, they're not compromising, but at the same time, they're uh, they're realizing the 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 time of the uh, the 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 signs of the times and they're adjusting considering that you know like you mentioned that the um, the theme song got got changed um you know dot is no longer cute you know um, dot now has wit you know just to kind of like i, I nope. the the the, the words exactly. not the words not appease but you know kind of make sure that um you're still you're, you're you're considering it and the, the fact that they talk about gender neutrality and uh and and all those things i was like wow you know yes they're they're compromising in a way um they're accepting that um you know they they they, they don't want to be in a cancel they don't want to be subject of cancel culture um I, I would imagine but at the same time you're right they're still pushing the same ones where 
you know, like you still have the poop and 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 uh, get like the jokes like that, and they still have the the pop reference and even old pop reference that people like us who are still surprisingly the target of this the show um, can appreciate. So I think that they've done a great job so far. Yeah, I had to pull up the lyrics to the new theme song. I think the part that it is a little tongue in cheek, but at least it's reverent. Was it? Yeah, the, the new lyric says uh, brand new cast who tested well in focus groups research, gender balance, pronoun neutral, ethnically diverse. I have to say it in the way that you, you have to. You have, yeah, to. You have, <laughs> you have to. to say it. So when I, I, I remember seeing that because I didn't catch it the first time that they played the theme song in the first episode, I caught it in the second time. And I was like, that is clever. That is clever. It is. Uh, I'm, I, I don't know if I'm giving the writers enough credit, but at the same time, I want to tell, I, I want to say that they're, you know, they're not being facetious when they say that, like they're actually being genuine and like, you know, this is the culture that we are in now. We are not going to be playing any, you know, yeah. Like, like Harold said, like any, corny stereotypes or any like pop low 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 hanging ball you know low hanging pop culture references just for a cheap laugh so you know it's great i'm glad that they pulled that off and you know speaking of which like i'm honestly surprised a cartoon pulled an eric snowden reference a whole oh, yeah. uh, a whole episode <laughs> to eric snowden's like wow that's <laughs> great because if you think of it like you know they were doing bill clinton jokes back at his peak or, you know, at the point where he was being, you know, uh, being uh, impeached and all that stuff. So, you know, to us, well, we're 12, 13 at the time, maybe. Yes, we do get what they're talking about. But yeah, you watch this. I'm like, OK, this is it. This is the, the same flavor that mm-hmm. I, I'm liking. Like, don't be giving me low, low hanging. Like, here's a TikTok video or here's what this guy is doing online now. So I was like, it's great. I, I'm, I really appreciate what they've done. Um, you know, kudos to the writers and the, and the makers of the show. Hopefully it comes back. I have not heard anything yet. So maybe you guys can tell me, but, you know, I haven't heard if it's coming back or if they're going to make some more. But yeah, a more part to, to Hulu and to, to them for, for going all in on that one. Well, overall, at least I don't know about you guys, but for me, um, I am a strong proponent of uh, Animaniacs, uh, the new 2021. Um, I wanted to continue just because, um, you know, we need more um, entertaining stuff like this. Uh, it's technically not a new thing. It's technically a, not technically. It is a reboot or a remake of it. But um, it's uh, in this time of uh, COVID-19, uh, this was definitely a pick me up for me and something that um, that kind of eased up some of the tension that we've been having. How about you guys? Yeah, I definitely recommend it. I think it hits that great space of like, you know, for, for us, uh, dads or parents in uh, our early 40s, um, you know, with kids who where we're trying to find like family friendly stuff, um, you know, for for every mature or R rated TV show that we might be watching. You know, this is a great little binge that you can turn on in between classes. I mean, like I, most of us are trying to teach or help our kids while we're home. You know, this is a great little show in between, you know, yeah, like just like how it was back when we were in school. Like this is a great little show in between breaks, you know, maybe between homework breaks or in between classes. You can turn it on for 20 minutes and, you know, it's it's good. It's done. So, yeah, highly recommended for parents and even for kids and even for like, yeah, for for folks who love their 90s nostalgia. Like this was a great little spot. Yeah, it's a good continuation of the series. Um <clears throat> 
And yeah, really looking forward to seeing the kind of child slash young adult version of uh, how they are able to um, incorporate pop culture events into it. So I think that's going to be fun. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I'm hoping that you all, my, our listeners over here, um, the few but mighty, um, uh, enjoyed our episode today. Mm-hmm. Um, as usual, if you want to uh, take a look at some of our older stuff, please take a look at the two fanboys one casual.podbean.com. Um, and of course, we also have. On Facebook, you can find us two fanboys and a filthy casual. Whenever the podcast goes live, we'll be posting announcements there. Uh, not to mention our very fun yet active um, Facebook group. Um, yeah, a bunch of like-minded nerds, geeks, gamers, and enthusiasts who love to share, uh, you know, news, memes, jokes, anything that's out there on the internet. Uh, you know, we're there for each other. So during this time, so yeah, join us, look for us, and uh, we'll gladly add you. On Facebook uh, and on Instagram and Twitter, two fanboys, one casual, and as usual, anywhere you find your favorite podcast, we are there as well. That's it for us today. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed our episode. This is two fanboys and the filthy casual. This is Dennis. This is Lewis, and this is Harold.